Yo, what up, pod racers? Are you like me where you sunburn easily? Have narrow shoulders you want to hide from the world? Weirdly small nips? Great news, we have a solution. Original tabletop shirt designs. Reading Rainbow, Dungeon Club, a dungeon and a dragon. Find these and more over at patreon.com slash goblins growlers shirt club at the $25 tier. These are all exclusive limited run designs. We'll never bring them back again. So be sure you get yours by signing up at patreon.com slash goblins growlers. Yippee! I, I'm Wonderful. really like how we're slowly increasing the number of claps. You did great over time. And eventually, I think like we're just going to spend 45 minutes clapping. <laughs> That's the whole episode. I still think and Gabe, you don't have to cut this out because it's going to be three years before this would ever happen anyway, is that for our next April Fool's Day release, we have an episode where we record the clap sync. Gabe doesn't cut it from the episode. He just like muffles it enough that it's not awful to listen to. And then we talk goofball stuff for a little bit. And then we're like, oh, we should probably clap sync again. And then we clap sync again. And then we talk goofball stuff for a little longer. And we just keep doing that for 45 minutes. I would riot. <laughs> riot. Honestly, that's Josh and I's regular conversation. And people get really startled by the claps. Well, yeah, if you guys didn't do them with your butt cheeks, it'd probably be less distressing. Would it? I, I think have, that makes it more attractive. I have to twerk or else I get rusty. I have to twerk or I die. All twerk and no play <laughs> makes Josh a dull boy. Yeah, he's got to stay sharp. Got to stay sharp. This is Quid Pro Roll. A fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. Well, howdy, listeners. Welcome to the Daily Crier Listening Show, where all the news and varying and beyond can make its way right to you. Now, someone once told me, all art is mirrors. Like, whether you're looking at a painting, listening to music, eating a cake, or reading a good book, what you experience will always be a reflection of something within you. You are called Nelson Moses. That is my name. I know this name. I can't recall why. Well, I did ask the powers for some new equipment now that I'm back. I won't be able to do much more than I have with the current tools here. What is this place we are in? The the studio? Or the Daily Crier? It's hard to explain, though I have a feeling you'd understand better than... And they're asleep again. <laughs> you know, listener... Looking into mirrors, there will always be something looking back, even if you can't see it from your angle. Koza saw himself in the mirror, and it would appear something saw itself into him. If not for Boat's quick actions, who knows how far Koza could have slipped into the reflection of himself. Even after he came to his senses, the party noticed Koza's visage added to the masses of ghostly onlookers revealed by the mirror. Solinar, fortunately, being of an understanding disposition, 
took up the role as mirror bearer uh, for a time, uh, cleverly using the magical item to clear the path once blocked in the dungeon. However, Johannes could tell something was still wrong with the looking glass, and leaning on his training, along with the words of his guide, shattered the mirror and broke, uh, well, some form of enchantment on it. When we look into mirrors, remember that what you see is only how you look, not who you are. And as always, y'all take care now. Uh, speaking of ass, y'all didn't fall on yours last episode because you all succeeded your saving throws. So you guys were not blasted back by the destruction of the spirit mirror. That being said, there was just a, there was a very quick instant moment of pure despair that passed over you like a wave. So uh, like, Alita got like flung, so she's making her way back, but she uh she got banged up a little bit. Is this is this like a lone instant of despair, or is this like a feeling that permeates us entirely, and then we have to figure out how to deal with on our own? It is a moment that soaks into your body and then passes as if it was never there, other than sort of that lingering feeling that you get in your chest when you have a really powerful emotion that disperses quickly. So I don't know how y'all would picture your individual characters handling that, but I think for Solinar, what that looks like is there's the there's the blood-curdling scream, and then everything's quiet. And for just a moment, Solinar like kind of does that like shuddering inhale, like the, and then he's like, <sighs> Johannes definitely does that like a, <laughs> oh, I was sad for a moment, and I don't even know why. I would die for Johannes. I I need this to be very clear on this on on this this podcast. Johannes must be protected. Please don't die, Alina. Make sure you step around that moving floor so it doesn't fling you back. <laughs> you hear just another flap. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> the floor! I've got it! Um, Kosa vomits. Okay, cool. Just right on the floor. God, at least roll a check, man. Like, respect this goddamn podcast. <laughs> Well, uh, I rolled a two. Wow, language, Alon. Jeez. <laughs> All right, Bo. sorry, sorry, soon. <laughs> um, yeah, boat boat uh, looks at the vomit and starts to get a little bit queasy himself. That's your response to your un unadulterated despair. Um, I don't know. I'm having a hard time contextualizing unadulterated despair and translating it into something actionable as far as my character. I don't think you really react to despair, necessarily. You just sort of sit with it. Okay. That's that's just as good an answer as any. Yeah. Just to put you in the moment, I want to make sure that what you're thinking of, because what I thought of is, uh, I think it's Friday, and it's been a really long and difficult week, and then I wake up on Monday. That's mm -hmm. so sad. <laughs> 
That's capitalism. Oh, no! <laughs> no, no, no. Do not say that word around Delon. We made an agreement. That's way too much despair. <laughs> no, no. I am I am kibosh. We made an agreement. We do not say that word around Delon. About lieutenantism. <laughs> Spooky mirror. Despair. Darkness. <laughs> Imprisoning me. All that I see. <laughs> But it's just going to sit down and stare into the darkness. The mirror is cracked. like It's shattered. Because it's going to pick up one of the pieces. You see your own reflection. Okay. And if you tilt it slightly so that it can see behind you, dozens and dozens of faces. Oh, um, they're still here. Well, crap. So, um, does anybody have a broom or... <laughs> uh, Kosa is going to use Mindina on the mirror. We gotta melt it. We gotta melt it down. That's the only way we get rid of this. Wait, does... We gotta go to the, the fire that it was uh, forged in. Can I use Mindina on this mirror? Does Mindina work That's, like I'm that? I'm actually looking it up to see if we can. <laughs> so... So I seem if, to recall we actually tried this recently with attention. It's it can mend magical objects, but it cannot mend the magic aspect of those objects. Yes, that is yeah. what it says in the thing. So yeah, you'd be able to repair the mirror. Well, I'm figuring the mirror because if if they're still like looking at us from the mirror, if they're still in there, we didn't really accomplish anything by shattering it. So I think it's going to be easier. Oh no, something happened. But it wasn't what we wanted, is what I'm thinking. Like it didn't. Get <laughs> That's the, not my problem. Didn't get those things farther away from us. So yeah, we didn't accomplish our goal. Those uh, things. One of them is you. Yeah. Well, look, I can't judge look. him for having that kind of reaction to himself. He's still learning to love himself. Yeah. So here's here is the thing that I will. This is this is teeny bit meta, but it is something that Koza would recognize. Okay. Uh, in order to mend the item, you have to touch it. Well, I mean, I just touched it to pick up a piece. I had you pick up this by the sides rather than the front of the mirror because I'm generous that way. Um, but you'd have to, like, touch the mirror again to mend it. To mend it, you gotta bend Sol it. Solinar goes, no, no, don't. You're gonna get your hands all cut up. Get, up, get away from there, Koza. <laughs> And then uh, he casts Mage Hand and he starts like collecting the shards and putting them back in the frame of the mirror. So you're going to reassemble the mirror. He's going to put all the pieces back in the frame, maybe in like a small pile, but they'll okay. be there. And right, then, the pile is there. Are you, do you have mending? I have mending. I mean, Koza oh. does. Solonar oh, okay. does not. Okay. I was wondering because I think because you can cast spells through your mage hand, right? You got that fun thing. Um, you know, actually, it's a it's a good question. I know I can uh do sleight of hand stuff and pickpocketing with my mm -hmm. mage hand, mm -hmm. but I don't know that I can cast spells through it because it's not like a familiar. Right. OK, well, we're in the minutia. Um, we've put this thing back together, but you have yet to cast the spell. Um, oh, I say touch it. Okay. Touch it. Touch <laughs> it. Touch All right. What could possibly go wrong? Koza touches it to try to cast mending on it. As the mycelium 
uh, reach out from your hands and begin reassembling and healing the pieces of the mirror, I need you to roll another wisdom saving throw. Nat 20. All right, you feel something reaching and grasping. You feel yourself begin to fall as if you're standing on crumbling earth. But you're able to, for just a moment, snap yourself into reality. You feel the, the solid ground underneath you, those tendrils that are oh. reaching into your mind retract. So, so what you're saying is it's not, oops, there goes gravity? No. Okay. So I snap back to reality. Gravity <laughs> is still there, though. Yes, gravity is still there. Also, mom spaghetti. Oh, oh. today. That's so nice of her. I don't think it's been so long since we were in the Urich Manor. If you're still carrying around mom's spaghetti, it is very rancid at this point. <laughs> I would not <laughs> throw that. that out. Well, he's been carrying it around so long that the weight is really getting to him and his knees mm -hmm. are weak and his arms are heavy. Mm -hmm. yeah. Guys! Sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> Guys! Sweaty because he ate the spaghetti. The mirror uh, is repaired. Yay! Koza is still Koza. Yay! Well, um, so where were we taking this again? We already did. We, we did the thing I wanted to do with it. I don't... And then you all smashed it. Well, Alina yeah, kind of like just, rubs her eye. That was just me. I, uh, it just seemed like the right thing to do. Because we thought smashing it would fix it. <laughs> smashing it never solves anything. You guys well, notice, by the way, as true. Alita steps into the light that you all are carrying, she looks like notably banged up. Like, Alita, well, you need to you need to uh, get some healing. I can't. I tried. Mmm, that's also notable. Well, let me try to lay some hands on you. Give me one <laughs> second. Here comes some healing power from soon. <laughs> get these hands. Thank you. Uh, Johannes is going to uh, lose about six points on lay on hands and heal Alita. Yeah, you catch these hands for six points of healing. Thank you, Johannes. That feels much better. Uh, as as uh, he's watching uh, Alita get some healing, Solonar's like, you, uh, you, I mean, I could drink one of these potions, but you, you got any of that, that they're healing to spare there, Johannes? And as he says this, like, he's got, like, a little bit of blood dripping from his mouth. Uh, he's got, like, a swollen eye. Like, or I guess he's eyelid. Swollenar. Swollenar. That's what happens when Solonar takes a level in Barbarian. You said six, Alex. It's, it's five, five. Five times level. I am uh, currently at half health. So on a scale is, from one to what's your maxed health? Uh, on a scale from 1 to 33, uh, I'm a 15. Wow, you are in a lot worse shape than I thought. Well, Be healed! Catch these hands for 15! I love the idea of him charging up his hand and then just smacking someone across the face to heal them. I do. I, but I, I love that. For Solonar, I smack him in the butt and he makes a clap like this. Healed! <laughs> All right. Oh, oh gosh, that feels so much better. You know, between smashing into that wall earlier and then Koza clocking me in the face and then uh, the, oh, the robot. We fought a robot. 
I didn't even think about. Like, I don't think I've I've healed at all since any of that. But do you think that robot took somebody's job? I mean, there's probably plenty of jobs to go around in the realm of uh, attacking people and beating them up. I mean, but what does it say about this kind of society if even the highwaymen have lost their jobs <laughs> to robots? Well, I think, We've automated I think, roadside larceny. <laughs> I, I don't think this was roadside larceny. I think this was more like a security guard situation, which I will say... I challenge you to find another security guard that would still be walking their beat every day after 300 years of nothing happening. As you say that, you hear a <laughs> Coming from where? Uh, coming from down into the darkness, closer towards, let me check my map. Let's attack the darkness. I, I, I attack the darkness. I cast uh, magic missile on the darkness. It seems to be coming from the east, which you recall was near where, like, the clockwork puzzle was in the now, statue hall. A point of order, uh, Brandon Dingus, Henrico County. <laughs> um, I would like to be, I would like to be recognized. Um, so we're underground, right? Yes. How are we, like, what is east to me right now? Alex? I think Alex is just giving us compass directions because uh, it's easier for us thinking about like internal maps. It's easier than being like right, left, left again, right again. Well, yeah, I mean, just that's, being... I'm, I'm using it to give you guys a general idea of that away rather than you guys have an innate sense of direction. OK, that's confusing for me. So that's why I brought it up. It's probably because of your lack of direction. Do you have a way that you would prefer? I mean, if I'm standing in a place, I want to know if it's coming from my right or my left. All right. And it is coming from your right. Ah! I I like the cardinal directions, but I will also say you said that was towards the clockwork puzzle. Yes. So away from the barrier that we just Yeah, it it is a distance from the barrier right now. Yeah, but that's that's what I mean. It's like if we went the direction that we just opened up, we'd be going away from the noise. Yeah. Well, uh, sounds like it's time to hustle along and not get caught by whatever the hell that is. He's on the beat. Let's get going, Alina. Yeah. Okay. You all are going to go down a winding stair, a a winding staircase, a winding hallway. Each step that you take down this hallway feels heavier. There is this soft sound and the sound of music that you appear to be moving towards. As it comes into view in your light, you see a large elaborate door. In the center of it, connecting the two pieces of the door appears to be some kind of round apparatus that in the center is this face that is mostly featureless but identifiably humanoid think moonsy but uh, more distressing what kind of music do we hear the music that you can hear kind of changes as you try to hear it um it for one moment sounds almost baroque And then as you try to focus on it, it begins sounding more like a carnival theme. Then as you kind of twitch, because you think you've heard it wrong, it soothes into some kind of folk song. Okay. 
good luck with that, Gabe. Sorry. Yeah, I was just thinking like, oh, ah, ooh, oh. Basically, the music twists and reshapes itself. Man, it's weird how every few seconds uh, there's this voice that comes through softly and it's like, remix. And then like... <laughs> One of the, the, the spooky ghosts is uh, the DJ. Mm. They call him Skrillex. <laughs> oh, okay. Because uh, uh, you've been I quiet. What you up to, buddy? I think it's Skullex. Um, Ooh. is gonna get his staff ready because he's like, I think I know what's coming. Okay, Um, are, are you all ready? Because I feel like we're about to get in another fight. You think we gotta fight that face? <laughs> Punch the face, open the door. No, it's Matt. It's Matt and wants to fight us because he called it a vase. It's a vase. Thank you very much. I, as we have done traditionally in the past with doors, grab the tongue on the face and use it to open the door. I appreciate you. There is no tongue. Oh, well, no tongue for you, face. There's you no haven't mouth, taken me really. out to a date yet. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's like kind of indents where the eyes would be and a kind of raise where the nose would be. But other than that, there's not really any features. Mm. Open, says me. Ugh, maybe I'm gonna regret this, but let me go put the mirror up against the giant face. You walk up and uh, flash the mirror at the face. Nothing happens. I'm kind of simultaneously disappointed and relieved. I'm having trouble holding on to the details of this room. We've got a big mannequin face. We've got a door nearby. Other than uh, that, you're in a hallway. Oh, okay. Well, Solonar's going to go over to the door then and uh, gently set the mirror down beside the door and try not to look into it. In fact, he's going to keep the, the mirror facing against the wall. <laughs> That'll just be better. And then uh, he's going to see if there's any any traps lurking around on this doorway. That is a 25 for investigation. There is some kind of specific magnetic mechanism built into the mannequin face to make it unlock. Oh, is the mannequin face part of the door? Yes. Oh, I missed that entirely. Mm -hmm. Okay. My apologies if I wasn't more clear. No, I was, I'm sorry. I, what I was picturing, uh, and this is probably just me not holding on to details well, was this big mannequin face kind of in the middle of the space we're in and then just a door near it. No, I didn't turn it into Silent Hill for the room. Uh, <laughs> the big giant breathing face. No, no, it is, it is about the size of a human head. It is in the door. That is something okay. that sounds like something you'd do though. It does. It absolutely does, which is why I can't say mm -hmm. anything. But mm -hmm. it is not what I did this time. Mm -hmm. Fair, but. Mm -hmm. Fair and. Um, anybody got any copper stuff? Oh, yeah, oh, I do. Oh. Boat's got that plate. Yeah, I think I do. What do you got, Johannes? When you say copper, do you mean <laughs> this copper butter yeah. knife? Watching. <laughs> When you say copper, Maybe. I say dragon. When yes. you say copper. <laughs> well, I was originally, I was scanning my stuff and I realized when I, when he said copper, I, I was thinking bronze because I have a bronze censure and some other stuff. 
but I have a copper meat cleaver, a copper bread knife, and a copper other knife. And a copper plate. I didn't write that down, but I will take your word for it. You may not have written that down, but it was a point of contention because you took the offering plate from in front That's of right. the copper dragons. Right, the tithing plate. Well, why don't we just even everything out and we'll use that since I didn't write it down in my inventory anyway, so now I won't have to. Uh, so Prime move. Solinar puts, takes the copper plate from uh, Boat's offering hand and presses it <laughs> against the face. Lick it. Shockingly, nothing happens. Rats. So, all right, here's what I understand about this door. There's some kind of, uh, the, um, what you call it, where, like, metal sticks to other metal. That thing. There's, like, that, but it's on this door, and it's holding the door shut. So if we can figure that out with the face, then we'll be able to get the door open. Has anybody touched the face? Me, I grabbed, I touched it. All right, oh. you grab the face. Mm-hmm. And Nothing then happens. Give it a light head massage. There you go, buddy. Well, you feel a sense of accomplishment having helped another entity. Nothing occurs. You really need I to was... get yourself a skincare routine, just like most men. <laughs> I was thinking Whoa. maybe, like, it would react to copper metal because it's a copper dragon temple, but, uh... It appears to not be the case. So. Are there any gaps or openings? Like, is the mouth open? Is there... There is no mouth. Okay, no mouth. Oh, that's right. Um, it is featureless, more or less. Um, is there any gaps around the edges of the door? Not that you can tell. It's pretty well sealed. Okay. Oh. oh. What if there was, like, a copper mask that we could just, like... Put it on the face. Ooh, mm. oh, oh, I probably, man, I wish I had some face masks right now. I could really help that face exfoliate, which it needs. Yeah, but I think I think it needs to be a metal mask specifically, Johannes. Do we Ooh. still have any of our masks from the masquerade? And were any of those masks metal masks at the masquerade? I think all of them were like leather. <laughs> all of them were leather, leather made out of a questionable. Because you all got like randomly generated masks and they're like, this is made of leather and wood chips. And well, we it's need, like, okay. <laughs> we need to find an alchemist who can convert them to copper. <laughs> so, oh, I really don't want to go back towards the noise, but what do you think the odds are that that stage area, they had some metal masks back there? Wait, actually... Is this doorway the end of the hallway, or is it kind of in the middle of the hallway? It's the end of the hallway. Dang it. Because if if there's like a... If there was like a metal mask in with the stage props and stuff, maybe that's the thing. Like, maybe you're supposed to put the metal mask on here. It's like a little bit of a secret key sort of thing. Maybe we try to tickle him. Ha-ha! Johannes, what if we... Put on like a play. <sighs> the two man play that we were gonna do earlier, Solonar. Do you remember? I was gonna juggle. Yeah. So juggle, uh, juggle with me as we juggle the meaning of life. Forsooth, what prayeth you say if to a bird? 
that take off from a branch but finds nowhere else to land. Lo, shall that bird ever become tired on the wing, ever reliant on the updrafts to keep it from having to flap all of the time. Every time I hear Solinar in his performance voice, I just remember the remix Gabe did, where it's, Behold, it is I, the mighty oak. <laughs> like it's, That's all I can think of. Uh, and now all of us, uh, all of us do our best bird impressions. Hurry, we gotta make sure that we all catch this updraft. You too, face. We're all, I'm flapping hoot, my wings. Hoot. hoot, hoot, hoot. I turn to the face, exasperated. Are you not entertained? <laughs> <laughs> Your juggling just wasn't good enough. Felix what? flaps around. I didn't even try juggling. Should I try juggling? I could. Yeah, throw things. Solinar pulls out uh, five throwing knives. I know you're not supposed to start with sharp objects, but you know what? Uh, I'm I'm here for a good time, not a <laughs> long time. Cuts off <laughs> what did, What do you want me to roll for that, Alex? Is it going to be performance? Performance. A uh, fifteen. All right, you're able to juggle reasonably well without severing any of your fingers. I think. I think with a 15, he gets up to four and then he tries to add the fifth and he drops one. Like he doesn't cut anything. He just like fumbles it. All right. Uh, I guess four, four is my limit. Four is my limit for knives for now. Yeah, don't worry. I've got a bread, a copper bread knife. If ever you need it, you just tell me, buddy. Got a copper cleaver. Yeah, I was thinking same objects might be easier, at least to start, you know. Yeah, I think that's fair. All right, this this mask is clearly not entertained, so I think we have to go back to the theater room and hopefully the large clunking sound thing has moved on and we can just go in and grab a mask and come back. Does it feel like mm. a good plan to everybody, or is there something else we want to try? And what's this face made out of again? This faceless face? Uh, the same stone as the sto as the door. Okay. Does it feel like really solid stone, or is it more like a porous stone? It's you can't throw water on it and expect it to come through the other side, but think something more like granite or slate. All right, because if it's slate then we might be able to just hit it with some really hard things and it could break. And maybe if we hit it hard enough and long enough, we can eventually reach the other side. Yeah, but we don't know how thick that door is, and I don't I don't know if we want to spend that kind of time making that level of noise. At the very least, I'm against it. Do robots have ears? Can they hear things? If they're security robots, I would assume they do. We can always yell and see if they'll hear us. No. <laughs> Never mind. Solonar thinks it's a bad plan. I just want to live. <laughs> You're a real boy. <laughs> Maybe we just don't have whatever we need to, to get through this door yet. <laughs> or we just don't have what it takes. Maybe I mean, just... if you guys want to break the door down... <laughs> 
That's not how I intended you to go through, but that's not impossible. Look, if I'm wrong about the mask thing, then I don't know what else it could be, at which point maybe we do break it down. Is there anything that we've missed? I mean, I'm sure there's a couple of places in here we could have gone that we haven't yet. Well, there's whatever that thing is that we ran away from. Mm. Uh, do you think that might be the key? I really hope that's not the key. Only one way to find out. Uh. Maybe we can sneak up on it and see if we see anything that tells us if it's the key. And if there isn't, we can sneak away from it. I mean, it's dark. We don't know how it sees, but if it sees anything like we do, it won't see us coming. I say we start with the theater mask, and then if that fails, we check for the robot mask. Mm -hmm. And then if that fails, we break it down. Yeah, and if we're going back to the theater, then we can grab that robot mask that we left behind the first time, too, when we stopped that robot. Oh, that's a great point. That might be, I mean, it's all crumbly, so we'd probably have to fix it. But, like, we could see if that works. Yeah, and I've seen you guys fix things, and you're good at it. So that seems like a good idea. Well, I don't I don't want to commit Koza to just constantly fixing everything. Like, I imagine that's kind of tiresome. Um, Koza! Y- yeah? Do you enjoy fixing things? Because you're good at it. I, I, I'm surprised that I'm able to do it as well as I can. And it really doesn't take much from me. Are you surprised in a good, enjoyable way? Or are you surprised in a never-make-me-do-that-again-because-it's-so-surprising way? I, I guess in a good way. You heard it here first, folks. Koza's fixing business is wide open. All right, to the theater. I'm not picking up that mirror. I don't care. It can stay right here until we get back. I'm hey, just going to kind of like look at it and be like, She's going to pick it up gingerly and put it in her bag. At the very least, if we have the mirror, we can see where they are. Uh, I want to yeah. see where they are. They're just going to be watching us the whole time. Um, I mean, it seems like they do that anyway. How close were they whenever we last saw them in the mirror? When you last saw them, they were pretty close. Maybe like a foot or so behind you. Because it's going to look in the mirror again. They are, you are among them at this point. Koza's going to swing his arm around. Your reflection moves its arm around. What happens when it like touches? It, it doesn't. You are among them, but no, none of them move. But the space that you wave your arm in is devoid of them. Okay. I'm just... I was picturing them moving around like soap bubbles. Like when you move your hand through water and the soap bubbles are like, no, I'm not. No, stay away from me. And so you're Though just like notably, moving, moving your hands and then the like shapes are like moving around your hands. Though notably, they have manifested about to their knees. Oh, so it's uh. like they're rendering down. Mm-hmm. They're using more and more RAM. <laughs> The 3D printing is almost complete. <laughs> that was a graphic designer joke. <laughs> they're, lo- they're loading at 56k speeds. Oh no. All right, so onward. To the theater. In order to get to the theater, you have to pass through several hallways and a couple of rooms you already have. 
the antechamber, the worship hall. You find yourself again in the sliding puzzle room. After that, you're able to continue on and find yourself in the theater, just as grand and elaborate as you had left it. All right, where, do you, where, do, where were these masks? Uh, Solinar goes back to the props room that was kind of behind the stage. Wonderful. Are there, in fact, uh, metallic masks back here? I want you to roll for investigation. All right. Ah, I yeeted the <laughs> die. <laughs> wow. It's Wario. Wow. All right. This time I rolled the die and I got a 14. I'm going to get a nat. So <laughs> you. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So you don't find masks. What you do find are shattered remains of masks. It looks like every mask in this room was found and destroyed readily. Well, I guess I better get to work. <laughs> yeah, somebody's trying to keep these masks secret. Koza's going to pick up the nearest shattered portion of a mask and cast mending on it. <laughs> the mask is going to reform into its original shape, which is a mask that evokes a tree spirit. I was, so I was specifically looking for metallic masks. Are these metallic masks or are these? No, wood, porcelain, and leather, but no mm. metallic. I like this tree spirit mask. Do you mind if I put it on? Oh, okay, here you go. Heck yeah. It, it's, it's a little bit, it, 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 it looks a little bit like the green man. Look at me, I'm like the green man. One of these days I'm gonna be tall like a tree. Just wait till my growth spurt. It's not the jolly green giant alone. <laughs> I thought the All jolly right. green giant was a green man. Guys. <laughs> He's a giant. I actually don't know anything about the green man, so I have to like look up an image. Oh, okay. Is it a comic book? No. No. It's like a yeah, a mythological character. And he's got like He's got sort of like a craggly looking face and honestly, like the shape of the wrinkles above like his, um, the bridge of his nose and his eyebrows kind of looks like a tree shape. <sighs> I'm going to be a little bit vulnerable and showcase my ignorance a little bit. But this whole time <laughs> when you were talking about the green man, I was thinking of Charlie Day from It's Always Sunny. <laughs> All That's I delightful. thought about was uh, was uh, the guy from The Mask when he has a mask on and he's like, I've got a green face. I can dance now. Smoking. <laughs> I, I wish that was a line in the film. <laughs> Delivered exactly like that. I need to write all your dialogue. I, I promise you it will be dialogue. It will be dialogue. Mm -hmm. Which is also a line in my new feature film. <laughs> there will be dialogue. <laughs> okay. I drink your script work. I put on that mask while Koza's repairing masks. And uh, I go and I do my best tree impression. Look, you guys, I, I'm just like the plow is in a paladin school. I'm tree number six. You're doing amazing, sweetie. So Johannes stands holding his branches aloft and proud, being the greatest little tree he can be. Solinar, Boat, the two of you are going to realize as Koza's going through and fixing all of them that none of these masks are metallic. And amongst the debris and the detritus, 
you don't see any metallic pieces or shards. Okay. All right. I think we're going to have to get a little bit creative here. Um, is there a some kind of craft services area in this theater? No, there isn't. Right. There's not somebody with a sign that says a uh, uh, cosplay doctor or whatever the group is. Yeah. There's like a corpse with like a cosplay doctor. Are there any up. like thin sheets of metal, like tin sheeting or, or copper sheeting or anything like that? Interesting that you ask. As you go through the set fixtures, you see a large copper plate in the form of a square, about three feet by three feet, with... A design that looks slightly familiar to you. How familiar does it look? The design on it seems to be some kind of twisting, woven, knotted image that's supposed to evoke something else. It seems incomplete. Okay. Or is that the thing that's on the back of the mirror? If you check the back of the mirror, it does look like a portion of that plate. Like there's like the plate looks like a portion of that image. You can match it up and sort of see that it is the lower part of the leg and tail of the dragon image. So we have to find a bunch of three by three copper plates. Hmm. Well, my puzzle sense is tingling and I think it's time to take care of it. Everybody, we need to fan out and look for some more copper plates. But did you say, did you say three by three copper plates? Yeah, that's right. Like for the sliding puzzle? Yeah, probably for the slide puzzle. His puzzle senses are tingling. I'm a tree. (laughs) Shaky, shaky branches. It's, this is probably better than my original plan, which was to grab a piece of of copper sheeting and poke three or four holes in it to make it a a makeshift mask. (laughs) Copper sheeting soon becomes copper yeeting. (laughs) Well, let's find the rest of these puzzle pieces now that we know what we're looking for. So you all are going to fan out and you're going to search the theater, the back room, or the temple at large. Yeah. That is not... You cannot answer yes to an ABC question. Yes and the alphabet. I, I believe what Alana is trying to say is D, all of the above. Yeah, in that order. Searching the back room and the theater leads to nothing. However, as you walk through the side and puzzle room, you do notice that in order to get the sliding puzzle pieces to move, there is a piece missing from the overall image. Is this only, newly missing? Only one No, piece? it's the same space that existed for the pieces to slide. Nice. Oh, that's fun. So we gotta put the dragon back in the... Uh, I really hate to say this, but Alita, can you get the the mirror out so that we can see the dragon etching thing and then we can shift these puzzle pieces around? Alita doesn't respond for a moment. She's sort of just like staring blankly before she kind of shakes her head and is like, I'm sorry, what? Alita, tell us something that only Alita would say. Um, please stop desecrating this holy temple. Oh, Good that's enough definitely for me. her. That's definitely a, her. That's Alita, no doubt. Uh, yeah. She's going to take out the mirror and gingerly hand it, like like she's handing you something that's, like, dirty. 
Yeah, Solonar's gonna take it like by just the edges with the palms of his hands and then gingerly set it down against the wall so that like the etching is facing out. While you and Boat, Koza, and Johannes are going to have to kind of like climb and shift some of them around, uh, you are going to be able to make it into a large facsimile of the image on the back of the mirror with only one piece missing in the bottom right hand corner. Okay, now shift that one down and that one left. No, Johannes, not that one. Yes, that one over there. Oh. There we go. Which way is left? <laughs> Give the- me a cardinal direction. <laughs> <laughs> Shift it, it east. East. <laughs> yeah. You gotta Weast. shift it. You gotta shift that one east, and then that one ground. That's not really south. South. No, south there is we go. that way. Oh, this way. Uh, no, don't. Ceased. Don't shift it that way. You're gonna pull it right off the wall. Okay. Oh no, it came off. I'm gonna <laughs> pop it back on. Yeah, put that back on. All right. There oh, go. did it. It was surprisingly easy. Wait, if we could just have popped these off for the beginning, what? Why do we have to slide them like this? Because Alina, don't question the puzzle senses. <laughs> All right, I think, I think, hold on. Yes, we're ready for the final panel. Vote if you would do the honors. I place the panel in the appropriate hole. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you do. It clicks in with a loud, hollow poke. <laughs> And then the entirety of the image sinks into the wall and then slides to the right, revealing a comically small, compared to the, you know, enormity of the puzzle, a small, like, alcove with an elaborate filigree copper mask. Uh Aha! I have been told that I should thank all of our patrons, which give us our dark and powerful energies. I would like to extend our thank yous to Andrew Lay, Caribou Puppy, Dorothy, Haley Dennis, Sarah Lavender, and Stephen W. I wish you only the spookiest of times and be sure to eat your vegetables. We can either cut the aha or or we can keep the aha. We can cut the aha. Whatever. Or we can remix the aha. Remix! What do you think? Away. I don't know. 